Be like, click yeah. here to enter. Warning. Or like, cat lovers only, click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. Um, Heidi and I are going to the Krampus Festival uh, this weekend. Right. Krampus, Krampus night is December 5th. So we're going down. I think December 8th is when the festival is, but still, we're going out there. So I was doing a little bit of research to look at the difference between uh, Krampus and Belsnickel. Wait, who's Belsnickel? Belsnickel is the Pennsylvania Dutch... See, there's a different. I thought they were actually the same. They're not the same. I see. So, well, no, you don't see because you don't know the difference. No, well, I mean, <laughs> people say people say I see all the time. Like, oh, I see. No, you I see. Really no, see. you just said there's a difference, and I said, oh, I see. There's a difference. I mean, I also always thought that maybe. I mean, I don't know who Belsnickel is, but I would assume that it would be the same German type of kind of like Krampus type thing. And you yeah. said. You said it's different, and I say, "Oh, I see. They're different. That's that's all I meant by it. I didn't mean I I knew yeah. which either one was. I know. I see. It's, it's such a weird. Like I see, I see. So, what, what do you see? Like yeah, I'm not showing you anything. Oh, I hear that's, you. Uh, How about that? Is that yeah. better? Oh, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like the I hear you better. I hear you. Yeah, okay. that's better. I hear you. But I understand. Right. I, I I understand what you're saying. Uh, in any case, but um, th- that's the thing. I see and I understand. Like that's the power of. Of, of the visual yeah i, I yeah you're, that's true that's true i uh yeah of course you're gonna bring it to visual i understand that <laughs> uh all right hey, what, what also, do you want to know about Bell? No, i want to know about bell's nickel that's what i want okay know. i was gonna talk uh, okay n- never mind so bell's nickel is the pennsylvania dutch but he's not like krampus krampus is like an evil i'm not exactly sure what krampus is but he's like a demon that comes before saint nick for the um and he's looking for bad children right and he takes the bad children he throws them in a sack or puts them in a cage if a sack is full he puts them in a cage and then takes them i guess to eat them i'm not sure what he does with the children i'm assuming he's eating the children right i think it's a good assumption to make probably so that's that's krampus he's like a demon bell's nickel is like he's like also he's like more like santa where you wouldn't say he's a demon. He's not really like an angel. He's just kind of like this guy that comes. And basically in Pennsylvania Dutch communities, he comes and he knocks on your door. And then the children come and they have to like perform like a song or dance or, an- or a- answer questions that he has. Right. So Belsnickel asks a question. And if you get the question right or if you sing a song that he likes, he'll throw some candy out for you. And then – What'll happen is if the kids reach for the candy too quickly, he takes a switch and he hits them. Oh, nice. Because they're being greedy and stuff. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, 
So so like it's a little test is what it is. It is a test. It's like a test. But he like he shows up and he looks like like this weird oh like like old man with like rags and he apparently has a very long tongue. Bell's nickel does and he looks he doesn't look he looks mainly human but he does have some like features that would not be human. I mean to be fair, I think Bell's nickel that sounds like a that sounds like a demon. Yeah, but Bell's nickel I guess it's from it's also could be like it's also not only Bell's nickel but Pell's nickel and that comes from like the Pennsylvania Dutch term to like to, to like hit. Hmm. Or like to, to use like a switch to hit somebody hell or something. But doesn't like Pels. the the oh, what is it suffix nickel mean like devil in Pennsylvania Dutch? It could be. I don't know Pennsylvania like, Dutch. It's one of the things I I, I maybe Pennsylvania Dutch. Like what about pumpernickel? I don't know. What does it, pumpernickel? It's a, a a tasty bread. No, I think it means like the devil bread. I think it means the devil's like fart. What? No. Yeah. No, dude. I think it means the no, devil's dude. farting. That's wrong. It's not wrong. That's wrong. So why would you name a bread the devil's fart? How should I know? I'm not Pennsylvania. Well, I am. Pens- I guess I I have some Pennsylvania Dutch heritage, but I don't. I don't know. I I didn't name the bread. All I know is I believe that it is named the devil's farting. Uh, I I don't know if I can believe that. It's probably true. Uh, it is true. Because right. I thought I nickel meant it's... like devil. It could be. Maybe pumper me, me means. Well, so maybe, so maybe, so maybe Bell's nickel is a devil of some sort, but he's not as bad as Krampus. Krampus will mess you up. Like Krampus is going to take your child and eat the child, whereas Bell's nickel is just presumably hit your. What do you mean presume? I'm pretty sure that's what he does. Well, we don't exactly know. I mean, what else would he do with the kids? I mean, he could have them for like cheap labor what else do you do with kids but what else is he gonna i mean what is he gonna do? like cheap labor for what what does he do he doesn't do anything he go all his his purpose is to go out we know that he takes kids can we can we at least be firm on that fact we know that he takes kids yes he goes to a house he takes bad kids i don't right. think he takes good kids he takes bad kids he puts them in a sack or a cage and then he takes them away somewhere i would i mean he doesn't do it he doesn't have like a, a you know, a small business that he runs. Well, man, you know, that's what I'm saying. He Maybe he does. Like, uh, look at Santa Claus. He works like, you know, he does his thing one day a year, but the rest of the time, he's got people working for him doing stuff. Do you think it's like, do you think Bell's Nickel or um, uh, Krampus actually takes the kids to work for Santa? Like, that's the whole, like, they've got this thing worked out? Oh, see, now that's something. That's a conspiracy that I've never thought about, but it seems. Seems like I you're mean, going somewhere good with this. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's anywhere good because where I'm going with this is I'm kind of blowing open the whole scheme of of Christmas and how Santa gets his, you know, his workers. I mean, at first I'm thinking, yeah, it's just these elves that are happy to do whatever he needs to do. Santa's a jolly guy. He does, you know, people are are happy about Santa. They want to work for Santa, but. I'm now thinking here we've got this guy who goes out ahead of Santa, Krampus, and he's going out and he's collecting all these bad children. For what purpose? We don't know. I had originally thought to eat, but you're talking about a lot of children. That's a lot of food to eat. And really, why does – I mean there's other things to eat around, I'm sure. So yeah, he's I mean, collecting all these children. Yeah, and what I, what I think is interesting is like when you think of elves, right, 
you think mm-hmm. of like these little little guys, but you, but they think there's a difference between elves when you think about elves in the fairy world and elves up at Santa, right? He's trying to pass these like little people off as elves, but you know what? They, you always see them resemble more like little kids than actual That's elves. A, I that I mean, my eyes are being opened here, man. Like you're right. Like these are these are not elves in the in the sense of like. He, you know, when you think of elves in fairyland, you're thinking about these things that like either f- have wings and float, right? Like those types of elves, or maybe they're even like elves, like, you know, like tall, right, elvish, fantasy, el- fantasy yeah. elves. But you don't really think of like just elves as like, except for Shoemaker and the elves, the story of Shoemaker and the elves, the elves come and help out the Shoemaker. Right. But I mean, again, I mean, we're, you know, we're talking fantasy at that point, but I want to get back to real life and the fact that Santa is taking children. I think it's children that he's that he's using up there to like do all his toy making. I mean, this is this is this is a good point because then then you have Krampus who collects kids and then sells them off to help for help, right? You got a shoemaker oh, who needs some. Him? Yeah, you got a shoemaker oh. who needs some help, right? Oh well, here's some uh, elves, quote unquote elves. Now, yes. oh, shoemaker gets some help, and you know, oh, it's just the elves. It's magical fairy folk. I don't need to, you know, pay them or do anything. It, that's what's happening here. That's interesting. I, I mean, that's. It's just not Santa. Like, listen. I mean, Santa looks like he's getting a bad rap on these things. But what I think, I think they might be being deceived, and maybe a little bit. They're playing along with it a little bit just to get the. I mean, it's probably on, one of those things where, yeah, it's you don't like, ask too many questions. No, you don't ask. You got you got someone giving you. You need workers. You got someone saying, "Hey, I've got some elves." Right. You're not looking too hard into the situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little bit of a wink and a nod. Santa gets what he gets. You know, he needs what he needs. Everybody in the world is happy because Santa's coming. He's bringing toys and gifts or whatever. You know, that's a pretty decent racket. Yeah, I mean, you got you. You need help. Krampus is going to get uh, be able to provide that. I to mean, you. plus the good thing is like you're getting rid of all these like bad kids, right? I well, mean, like you would think. Oh, you think so? <laughs> you think well, so I mean, I, st- I think you still got bad kids. I mean, come on, can you get rid of all the bad kids? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I guess. Well, you work with kids more than I do, so maybe you you have well, more listen, insight into that. I certainly have an insight that 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 for the most part, kids are okay. However, what I'm saying is like, yeah. You fill up your bag. You got a cage, you're, but you're still gonna miss some bad kids. And plus, what's the definition of a bad kid? Is it just because you got kids who who straighten up during Christmas time, right? And then it seems like, yeah. well, okay, he kind of straightened up. Do you take that kid, or is it like the history of being bad? See, no, when does it gotta, when does it come down to it? You gotta you gotta look at the whole year. That's a, you know, that's it's like a performance review, man. Like when you're writing a performance review for somebody. It's easy to get stuck with just what was going on, like in the last couple of months when you got to write the performance review. But you've got to take a, a hold of the, the whole picture. But that's what there I'm really saying. There really should be, honestly, there really should be like checkup points throughout the year where somebody like checks up on these kids. Well, that's what, how do they, that's what I'm saying, that, dude. That's what I'm saying because you, you think Krampus is going around trying to monitor all these kids during the year, or is it just like, oh, it's December fifth? Uh, let, let's see where these guys are at, right? And if you're not meeting your quota as far as like good to bad ratio, uh, that's one thing. But it's also like, oh, uh, you know, last week Jimmy uh, got in a fight. Well, he's out of here. He could be. He could have got straight A students the whole time. But you you mess up once around this time, you're uh, gone. Well, 
I mean, that's part that's part of what happens, man. Like you can't just be when it comes down to Christmas time. Yeah, the whole the whole year should be taken into account. I agree with you. But, you know, you can't mess up these past couple months. Like this is important. It's crunch time now. Yeah, but here's the, but here's the thing, though. To be fair, if you got a workforce that's made up of all bad kids, that's not going to get you the results you need either, right? So perhaps what you're really doing, if you're Krampus, is you're like, let's see the kid who messed up recently, but who was good for the whole entire year, because now I got somebody who is going to be a, a halfway decent worker. You know what I'm saying? I don't, do you work your way? Can you work your way out of it? Like at a certain point, does Santa say? All right, you're done. You've done your time, or whatever. Or like, we don't need you anymore. Or... I don't want to think about that because, dude, have you ever heard of a kid coming back from Santa Claus or a Krampus? No, I haven't. That's so what that's. I'm like, and have you ever so heard what? of like a grown person working for Santa Claus? Well, I I think what happens is they they magically stay children. Maybe. Maybe there's some like non compete or like uh, non disclosure thing that you have to sign when you're done. Oh, but everybody, nobody, nobody does that. Uh, those can they can enforce those, man. I guess if you if if you know who's naughty or nice, then you can enforce them. Yeah, but I just I mean I, I don't think it's very uh, I don't think it's an efficient system. Is what I'm saying. And now that I, now that I'm really starting to think about it, you've just got all all Santa does is having more. Well, I guess he has more and more workers, but he'll need more and more workers as the population grows. Yeah, and let's not forget about this. You got kids making the toys. That seems like a see. This whole thing seems like a bet. I'm rethinking this whole thing because listen, <laughs> do you really want kids making all the toys? You got to make. You these need toys. somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's elves. Maybe somehow Krampus turns turns these kids into elves. I mean, how do you become an elf? Are you born an elf, or you get turned into an elf? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the system. The whole system is really. I mean, it, look. If you go back to uh what i've learned from cartoons and uh you know other various depictions of santa claus it seems that he is a he's he's comes from or at least has some uh like fairy folk in him well though dude is the story of santa claus is like some guy this baby got dropped off and the fairy folk in the woods adopted him right Mm -hmm. and raised him as their own and then at some point they made a decision to see if he was going to be immortal or not. Right. And he got the he got the cloak of is it the cloak or the mantle the mantle of immortality. Right. Yeah, so now he's just immortal. But he was a he was a human boy. Yeah, can you I can't see I, it's just being a, being immortal must be I don't I don't know how Santa he must be an insane. I think Santa's insane at this point. Can you imagine being immortal? Um I guess I could imagine it. But. So, you know, so, you know, there's a story of um, I'm going to probably get the story wrong, but that's OK, because it's a shot cast. So um, part of the Odyssey, right, the Odyssey and the Iliad or whatever, like Homer's like walking along and he comes across like these immortals. Right. Right. And like uh, they're just like these beings that are just like laying in the ground. And like they're covered with moss and everything, and uh, <coughs> Homer's like, "Hey man, like, isn't it really cool to be like, like immortal and stuff? Like, isn't this great?" And the immortal's like, "No, it's not great because there's there's like time goes so like what what is like years for you 
is really only like seconds for me. So like he's just there just for eternity. Right. And time has no meaning. Time has totally lost all meaning to this person. So I don't know. I mean, like, I think I think what it's trying to show you is like being immortal would totally mess up your head, man. Yeah, but that's I think that's only listen, it's only being immortal is only bad if you are somebody who cares about time or the passage of time. If that's how you measure thing, which humans do, I think then, yeah being immortal would be kind of crazy, right? Because you would you would see time in a whole different way. But, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, this little dog that I have over here or a cat. Yeah. They're, they, don't, they don't know about that. They don't care about that. They, they, they perceive time in a totally different way than we do. I mean, so why I, would it matter to them if they, you know, yeah, but I have a cat. Not... It doesn't, he, that, that cat doesn't care if it's immortal or not. Yeah, There's no concept cat... of it. But I'm not talking about the cat. I'm talking about you being immortal. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to shift your idea of life and death and that being um, these where time happens, right? You have to shift the way you think about the entire world. And if you can do that, then immortality isn't bad. What do you? But what? Do you, what am I shifting? What kind of ideas am I shifting? The way? What kind of? You have to shift your idea that there that endings are endings you had just have to you you have to look at the way that 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 ancient civilizations looked at the world or still i mean there's you have to look at as circles as everything's circular there are beginnings that's it there's only beginnings there's no endings i i don't i don't know man like i think i think not having would you get anything done would you get anything done if you knew that you had all the time in the world yeah, but what? Who cares if something gets done? That's a done is only necessary if you have an end of something. But you, I mean, but then, but then, what kind of like when you when you're talking about get, finishing something, it's like yeah, I've been working on this. There's a satisfaction in completing something. Sure, sure, there is. But, but if but... you've got all the time in the world, it's like why? Well, I mean, I can just keep working on something. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like you have to, you you can just keep working on something. Who cares if it's done or not? You should be satisfied with the act of working on it, dude. That's that's the point. Yeah, I mean, you you do make a good point. I just i I think, you know, I think immortality. I think I used to think would be a cool thing, like just to be able to live forever. But then you've got to think about like just like ages and ages and ages you just see everything like what was that book there's some book about that like there's a bunch of immortal people that's that well there's the highlander movie classic not the highlander movies there's a there's a book about a very famous book that people read i can't remember like tuck everlasting that's what oh yeah tuck everlasting there was a movie yeah that they made that into a movie oh really probably was a bad movie i don't remember I, i only think i saw some of the movie I'm just assuming it's a bad movie. It just seems like every time they try to do. Well, that's because you don't like immortal things. I mean, that's your problem. You're anti-immortal. I used to. I thought it would be great. I thought it would be great to be immortal. I just don't think it's such a great idea. You have to shift the way you think about things, dude. I. But I think. I think having accomplishment, and maybe, maybe it's not even accomplishments, but like just knowing that, like, like you've done something, 
and nobody else has to know about it, but just knowing that you've done something and that, 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 that is impactful, even just to one other person or for, for yourself, I think is important. Hmm. No, I mean, I mean, why else, why, why else are you doing anything? You're just doing something for the sake of doing it. No, you're doing it for the satisfaction that you get as uh, a being that's, that's doing something. That's the whole point of doing something is doing it. It's not finishing it. It's not even really starting but, it. But what's it is the, the process of doing the thing. And I that's understand. how you get enlightenment, man. That's I how you get enlightened. That the, the that the, the process of doing it is important, but you're doing it for a reason, are you not? No. Why would you There's no reasons if you're immortal. There is no reason. But then, but then again, like then, why do anything? Why not just like the immortals at home are visited, just lay there? Because you've it's done a, everything. It's a, it's a meditation everything. for yourself. Has, it's has a occurred. zen for yourself. It's a way of of being that you can't comprehend because you only think of ends. That's so your problem, so, dude. That's not. I, I, I. You think a Buddhist monk is thinking about an end? No. Yes, I think he. Yes, he has to at some point. No, he doesn't, he, dude. That's the whole point of enlightenment. There's no ends. It just is. No, I understand the is part. That's not the problem. But the, but there must be. There's there's a. You're telling me a, 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 I couldn't talk to a monk and say what is the reason you're doing X, Y, or Z. If there's no reason, why even bother dude. doing any? Why even bother living? See, you know point? what that would happen. You're one of those people who are laying on the ground covered with moss. That's no, your problem. No, I don't want to be one of those people laying on the ground covered with moss. That's what's going to happen if you're immortal because you can't think, you can't wrap your head around just being. That's all you got to do. No, the, the, I can wrap my head around just being and enjoying the moment. But if I'm, if that's not the same thing as having something that you can give to somebody else or doing something that is meaningful to somebody else. If all you do is just like, I'm just being, you're not meaningful to anybody else. How is that even helping society? How is that helping other people? It's very selfish if you ask me. There's some, I'm not saying there's not some selfishness in it, but imagine the person that you can be if you're being in the moment instead of worrying about or thinking about what's going to happen like at the end of this. You can help somebody if you are there being present. Present. I understand I understand that. I understand that, but I'm also I don't, I don't think you do understand why, it. That's the no, problem. I don't think you do reason. understand it. If you're trying to help somebody, you're trying to help them and you're being there present for them is a means to the goal of ultimately helping them. Right. You're helping them at that moment because this moment requires that sort of thing. But you exactly. can't be thinking about, oh, if I help them now, then they won't need it later or they then I don't have to help them. Or next time they do this, I'm going to say, remember when we did this? No, that doesn't ha- that's not a thing. There that's is no remembering, ta- remembering. There's only that's not, now. That's not what I'm talking. I understand. I'm not what I'm what I'm saying. If you're going to do something, even if it's for some uh, like when you're doing it for somebody else, like what's the point of just, of just being and having and leaving this earth or let's say you're immortal and you never leave the earth, then why not do things for other people? And if you're going to do things for other people, you have to complete things. You have to finish things. You have to think about what other people want. Oh, no, dude, so you why are you completing somebody else's thing? It's not, it's for somebody, it's just for somebody else. Like, like sure. If, 
if somebody comes to you and asks you in the moment that this is what's happening, can you help with the sure? You can help with that, but it's your thing. It's up to that person, not you, to get it finished. But, but like, I'm talking about things like if you had all the time in the world, could you create something that would help other people? And if you're if the answer is like, yeah, probably I could, but I don't have I'm not going to ever finish it. I'm just going to work on it constantly. Then you're never going to help anybody. But the problem is, why do you need that thing in the first? This is what I'm at. Why do you need that thing? In the first place, if if everybody was just like in the moment being what they are and you have no attachment to this thing or that thing, then it is what it is. And that's it. Yeah. Well, not everybody's like that, dude. But like, what I'm saying like, is that's that's the immortal way of thinking about it. Right. So but, but then you are trying to get then even then you're saying, OK, here's the way to think about things. I need to have everybody. You What you're then trying to do is you need to get everybody on board. And try to get everybody on the I'm not same trying to page. do anything, dude. People can do whatever they want to do. What I'm saying is, as an immortal, I'm I'm being here. Yeah, well, then you're useless as an immortal. You're not helping your fellow man. No one said, no one has said anything about that. But as an enlightened immortal person, I am experiencing more than they could ever experience. They're too wrapped up in this and that and what's going to happen and what did happen than being able to be in the moment. I'm too worried about this, so I need to do this so that it has an end so that it can do this. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about the end. There's no end. I think you should be worried about the end, dude. There's no end. I mean, if you're an immortal, I get it, but the rest of us aren't immortals. Yeah, but why is... But but this may sound... This may sound selfish, but why why is that my concern? I, because you you are you're I can't a human be being living with you, other people. But I can't be I can't be attached to so, other people. So so what's the point? So like so if you're immortal, you're just like forget it, you're just gonna go up in the hills and just live? Yeah. That's about it's it has to be like that. But then, uh, then all the knowledge, all the information that you could be providing to the the people of Earth, the help that you could, because you have all the time in the world, through generations, stuff that you've seen, stuff that you've you've heard, stuff that you've experienced, you're not providing any of that to anybody else. I cannot provide knowledge that I have gained to somebody else because the situation may be different. I can certainly, yeah, if that, someone comes to me and says, "Listen." So I, also, I need so I need some help here because this happened to me and now I'm trying to do this and what would you do? I I could only say what I would do based on my experience and based on what is happening right now and based on the the idea that I don't care about the ending necessarily. So my advice would be terrible. You should not so come to an immortal for advice. So there's no okay, but so so you're saying an immortal couldn't be a teacher? No. I mean, I think you could uh, learn. I think you could certainly learn from a teacher, but it's up to you uh, from an immortal, but it's up to you. The immortal is not going to teach. The immortal will say things. The immortal can express how the immortal feels at this moment. But whether that's going to be, it, 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 it wouldn't be teaching you how to live. It would only be showing you how somebody else, and that's all anybody can do show you how somebody else's live if they're immortal. 
I think you're taking the. I think that immortal is taking the easy way out. I think the most important thing for immortal to do is to be able to provide for the because that's what's going to keep that person sane. If you're just going to go in the woods and say, "Hey, if people want to come," hey, are you kidding me, dude? Think about this. Think Think about about Santa Claus. Santa Claus is immortal. What does he do? He provides uh, uh, toys for good little boys and girls. That's his thing. He brings happiness and joy to people. But he doesn't care. Dude, he does not care about that. He cares about the moment that he's making the toys and then how it be, how it doesn't end, it begins again. Oh. If he if he would imagine this, imagine you're an immortal and you're trying to teach people and you're trying to like and you're trying to help people. Do you know how in, that's when you go insane, dude? Can you imagine no. trying to feel all the feelings of every single person for ever that would be in, in crazy but you're the only not, way you don't is have to. you of course you have to you're just saying how can a mortal teach he would go insane if he just doesn't care about anybody yes that's the only way he doesn't go insane is he the only thing he can yeah. do is care about himself and view the world at that moment if he's caring well, about every single thing trying to teach you trying to give his his opinion express his or i should say her too express their opinion right then they would go insane if santa claus actually thought about every little tiny detail and thing about what the kids are feeling and what they're hoping that's when he goes insane. That's that's why he gets a list. Uh, I think you're that's wrong. That's why you have to give I Santa think, a list because he can't be worried about what's going on. I think that's I think that's exactly how an immortal survives is by 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 interacting with other people. No, that's how you don't insane. go crazy. It's it's like the same thing. They always say the the way people the people that live the longest are the people that are surrounded by community and surrounded by people and. They they interact and have a place within that community. Sure, and that's what I'm saying for immortals, man. But you have to be part of the community. You have to be able to interact. You have you bring your own things to that peep those people. You, you can, have a sense of purpose. You I'm not saying you shouldn't be part of an a, a community, but what I'm saying is you cannot be attached to that community. Remember, old people when they lived longest and they're like part of that community, that's great. They're the ones who are going to die first. And then they're done. If you're an immortal, all oh, that community dies, and then a new one starts, and then a new one, and you have to. No, y- dude, you are the community. The community never dies because you're always part of it. All the knowledge and all and all the experiences that you can provide to the next generation that can keep moving forward. Oh, that gives you, that would give you such a big head. Imagine that. Imagine you're the all-knowing, mighty powerful being do you know what that would be that would be I a mean, dictatorship people people would come to you because you this is your answer to everything well you know a hundred years ago we tried that and it didn't work so don't no, do that do this that's, instead that's wrong and everybody it, it, does exactly what you say because they assume that you know everything dude no. you have to bring yourself out of that it's it's dangerous it's the, you're going down a dangerous of- road the number one thing you have to do, all everybody, whether you're immortal or not, is have to understand that you have to be constantly with a growth mindset. And you can't have a closed mindset. A closed mindset is thinking, hey, I've done this for 20 years, and so I know what I'm doing, and so I'm not going to listen to anything. A growth mindset is, oh, I've done this for 20 years. I've been this way. I'm still open to new ways of doing things. I'm not saying – 
That's what immortals need to have. That's, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. You're in the moment. You're saying, okay, I've done this for this many years, but now that I'm in the moment, I don't really actually care about that stuff because I have to, I have to look at what's happening now. It could be different. It is different. Of course it's different, right? So I have to look at it in a new way. It's, it's the only thing it is is a growth mindset. You can't have any other mindset. And because of I, that, you can't be around other people. No, you can certainly be around other people and have a growth mindset because you're you're sharing experiences. You're providing other no. options. You can I, share I, experiences, I, I, but you're not. I, I, you, you, I, I, you have I to put think, that away, dude. You, those experiences. If you're the only now, if there's more than one immortal, yeah, okay. Now, now we're talking about something. But if you're talking about one immortal with a with a group of people who are immortal, ah, that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. I say. I would say if you're the only immortal on earth, I think that probably would be a problem because it's one of these things where now people are going to try to exploit you. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And I dude. Think that's the problem. But yeah, but, but I mean, just, but, but, it, but failing that. So like, if we don't, if we don't say you're the only immortal, if a mortal immortality can occur, all right. It's something that can be found or whatever, or some people are just born with it. Then, I would say that it's important that those people do not just leave society like you're suggesting. Yeah, but look, look at, for example, um, the uh, um, oh, the dude, the 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 Tibetan uh, Buddhist guy, the Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama is essentially a mortal, right? Yeah, yeah. He every time dies, he yeah, it's reincarnated. Yeah. Right, and that's how that's a belief system, right? So imagine yeah. that that guy, he is a leader, certainly, right? You come to him and ask for questions, but he is able to be able to also say like, hey, like, that's how it is, dude, and like he he knows he doesn't have to get attached. Like the power of the power of the reincarnation versus. Uh, being immortal is that you get to start a, at least a new. So you're you're again, it's not ends, it's just beginnings. But your beginning is fresh, in a way. Rather yeah. than like the immortal. You're still bringing. I mean, but but you're still bringing all that like knowledge and stuff, right? right. I mean, isn't that part of the whole thing that it's, you bring all your knowledge forward? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is really good. But there's that sense you can't get such a big head. See, the problem with immortals, I think, is that you can get into a sense that you're better than everybody else. And then that's when you do become like, for example, let's look at Krampus. He's got to be immortal, right? He's got to be immortal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps he started off and he was, you know, going around saying, hey, I got jobs for people. You know, I'm getting people jobs. I'm doing this. I'm doing this, helping people out. And all of a sudden, just twisted. It got twisted. I don't know. I think having a purpose is important. Santa Claus clearly is a it has a purpose. He he does something good and thinks of society. And I can see. I guess if you yeah, but he gets lost in his opposite, work. He gets lost in his work. That's what it is. It's Zen. It's it's getting. But he can't he get lost in his work. He has a deadline. It's I don't know. It's just cycles. It's like a, it's like the uh, you know nature. Yeah, but I mean, again, there's deadlines that he has. It's not like he can just work on something forever. He has he has to get something accomplished within a, a certain time period. And this time period is a year, one year. He has to get everything accomplished. 
Yeah, but it doesn't end for him. I mean, that's the point, though. It doesn't end. He just starts the next day. Do you think? Do you think Santa is down in Miami? No, he, no, I don't think he's down in Miami. I think that's what he does. I think he he goes back to his workshop. The next day, he's back at it again. Right. That's exactly right. And I think that would drive some people insane. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess if you have all the time in the world, that's what I'm saying. That's like, what that's, I'm saying. I think we're, I mean, we're saying the same thing, dude. I just, I, 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 I yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I just think, I think my point is if you're immortal, I think you still have a responsibility to society. That's all I'm saying. Huh, I, I don't think you just drop out. I think you. I, I don't think you drop out, but disagree. I think. Agree. Oh, all right. I, I, here's the thing. I don't want. I would not want to be immortal. I. I used to think like that would be a cool thing, but I don't think that's cool anymore. Well, I. I don't think you have the right mindset for it anyway. So. How dare thing. you? How dare you? All right. Well, this shotcast. Let's this. This shotcast is not immortal. So let's. Let's. It's time to end it. <laughs> so that's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast.